With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden will visit the Port of Baltimore today to highlight efforts to upgrade the nation's ports. What else correspondent Greg Clunkston reports? The administration has announced new investments in U.S. ports, hoping to make the supply chain faster. Ports have been a major focus because of ships waiting to dock and a shortage of truck drivers to haul goods, delays that have led to inflation. Today, the president visits the Port of Baltimore to highlight the types of investments that his administration believes will help unclog the supply chain. Greg Clugston, the White House. Also at SRNews.com, the judge in Kyle Rittenhouse's murder trial sent the jury out of the courtroom and berated the prosecutor for questioning Rittenhouse about whether it was appropriate to use deadly force to protect property. Judge Bruce Schroeder heatedly accused lead prosecutor Thomas Binger of improperly trying to introduce testimony that he had earlier said he was inclined to prohibit. The 13 House Republicans who voted for the bipartisan infrastructure bill are being taunted as traitors and threatened with primary challenges from far-right lawmakers for breaking party lines to help give President Biden a long-sought legislative victory. Bernie Bennett with that story. The attacks come from fellow House Republicans, including Representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene and Madison Cawthorn, who'd announced them as, quote, traitors who, quote, voted to help Biden mess with America. Green tweeted out the office phone numbers of the 13 Republicans, whom she blasted for having, quote, handed over their voting cards to Nancy Pelosi to pass Joe Biden's communist takeover of America via the so-called infrastructure. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has not publicly criticized the GOP members who voted for the infrastructure bill, which was also backed by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and 18 other Senate Republicans. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The stocks are sharply lower. The Dow is now off 240 points. This is SRN News. For your Wednesday afternoon, a mix of sun and clouds, high 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Expect a low about 59. Thursday, Veterans Day, it'll be partly sunny with a chance of showers, high 80. Thursday night, more clouds, maybe more showers, low 60. And Friday, partly sunny with a slight chance of showers, high 77. This is Pastor Zach Terry, teacher on the daily radio broadcast, Maximum Life. If you're weary of the negative news, maybe you're fearful of what the future might bring. Let me encourage you to tune in to Maximum Life each weekday morning at 10 a.m. for uplifting truth and practical teaching straight from God's Word. That's Maximum Life, weekdays at 10 a.m. right here on The Truth. Good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday, November 10th edition of the SWAT radio program. I am David Gray in for Taylor Johnson and uh, always glad to be here with Doug McCary from His Light Ministries. And we are glad that you are with us. However, you're listening in on 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. Whether you're listening on the Lighthouse in Coastal Carolina, I'm trying to remember all these, Doug. It's been a while since I've done these. I know. And, uh, or, or in Mississippi as well. We're glad you're with us. Also on the SWAT Radio app or on SWATradio.com. So, Doug, I was here a couple days last week with Taylor, and 
we had a good time, but it's been a while since I've been here with you. Yeah, it has been a while. Good to have you back in the studio, oh. as always, my fellow Seinfeld guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good to get away um, last week, uh, be up in the mountains of North Georgia. You ever been up there? I-, I have. It's been a while, but it's beautiful up there. It is. It's very nice, but it was very cold this time of year. A little rainy and cold, but uh, glad to be back in the studio. Hope you guys are doing well. And uh, today, for any Marines out there, happy birthday. It is uh, the Marine Corps birthday. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. We we were just talking that tomorrow's Veterans Day, but I didn't realize today was the birthday of the Marine Corps. Yep, the birthday. I've been getting getting texts from fellow Marines that I served with. And uh, so, uh, you know, 246 years, July, uh, basically... uh, 246 years of service today and uh the marine corps celebrates november 10th 1775 uh is when uh we were established and so uh well anybody who's listening that's a Marine or well once I was gonna say former Marine, but once a Marine, always a Marine, you never, right? So uh, yeah. you don't say way, former. If somebody if you have a friend who was in the Marine Corps and you don't say ex Marine. Mm-hmm. Ex Marine means they got busted out of the Marine Corps okay. or arrested. Good it's to know. Former, Good former to know. Marine. Okay, well okay. Thank, or are you still call a Marine. Right? Thank you to you, Doug, for your service and to anybody who's a Marine or veteran in any of the armed forces who's listening today, especially in light of Veterans Day being tomorrow. Hey, did you know that, you know, it's funny because the we talked a little about this yesterday about uh, the Treaty of Paris, and we talked about, um, actually, we didn't talk about the Treaty of Paris. We talked about the Treaty of Versailles, you know, mm-hmm. the World War One. Mm-hmm. But the Marines were abolished uh in 1783 for 15 years did you know that no i didn't yeah they were abolished uh, and they really tried to do away with the marine corps several times over the years but they've kind of hung around and uh what was the reason they abolished them all those years ago in the 1700s they just just didn't see a need i mean they were kind of a special unit you know to go in but uh it's called you know it's been known as marine corps day and uh major general lejeune uh, issued an order that formalized the tradition of the birthday on November 10th. And uh, so, happy well, birthday, all the Marines. Good, good move to reinstate them after uh, they uh, abolished them. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> and by the way, just a reminder, 11 o'clock tomorrow, downtown Jacksonville, there is a parade for Veterans Day, probably in a lot of uh, places around the country. Uh, check your local news to just see where you might be uh, doing that. But uh, yeah. I know here in Jacksonville, they are. And, you know, uh, veterans, I tell you, military life is not easy, David. You know, I spent eight years in, which mm-hmm. is not as much as some of my friends. Uh, well, you know, Tom, Tom, Tom was in a long time. Yep. Tom, Tom, uh, was, uh, our friend Tom who went to the Philippines with us. Mm-hmm. Was he your roommate over there? No, 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 Ronnie was my roommate. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom just texted me and said, happy birthday. And, uh, you know, he was in for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it's it's tough. Well, the world is so crazy right now, and there's so many things going on, um, you know, to the with the country and the world and in people's lives individually. It, it would be very, unfortunately, easy to overlook tomorrow or to forget about it or just let it pass by. But I just, you know, it's a good reminder to me 
I, I have relatives who served and, and friends who served and it's just, it's a good reminder to really make a point to thank them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a woman that I work with and I think it's Applebee's that gives, uh, veterans a free meal on veterans day. And she, she and her husband went every, uh, every veterans day to, to get a free lunch at Applebee's. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice thing that they do. Yeah, it is. And, <laughs> and in fact, if you're in the military or veteran, there may be a lot of places out uh-huh. there. It doesn't hurt to ask. Right. Uh, and they'll right. do that. Right. Hey, I wanted to, uh, let our listeners know, uh, at least in the Jacksonville area, uh, you want to pray for the family of Calvin Rockward, R-O-C-K-W-A-R-D. He was a uh, sergeant first class in the Army, special forces guy up at Fort Bragg, and uh, he passed away um, uh, a few weeks ago during a physical fitness training exercise, mm. uh, had a medical event. He's only 38 years old, very young, very qualified, but remember the Rockward family and pray for them and uh, all of our troops. You know, people uh, tend to only think about military uh, people when they are overseas in a war environment, but a lot of people get injured and even die sure. in peacetime sure. or over here in the States training because yep. you train like you fight. You go out and you do stuff, and uh, training is rigorous, and uh, our uh, prayers go out to the Rockward family and uh, and and to any other soldiers out there if, you, if you've been lost or people who their families are dealing with the loss of someone it's it's mm-hmm. just a it's tragic when it's somebody that young and it? i mean it's tragic anyway but right. when it's somebody in their 30s and just, unexpected like that yeah. yeah and i'm sure he was in great shape you know yeah. in a lot of ways yeah and, he was yeah. He, he showed in tremendous shape yep. um and I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on uh, I, i've always whether you know i'm sure there are other things going on but i've always thought it should be required of every american at some point right on a veterans day to watch there should be a certain list of movies now i'm not suggesting that the movies are the real thing or that any of us who were not involved in combat can ever really understand what it was like i i don't claim that yeah but everybody should have to watch certain movies and get a little taste just an understanding of what people went through for our freedom right for this country and what people sacrificed yeah i tell you what if you if you can stomach it saving private ryan is probably the 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 benchmark right i'll tell you some other ones too uh uh, for vietnam uh we were soldiers Mm -hmm. with mel gibson that Mm -hmm. movie is pretty yeah realistic yeah i mean it's uh uh, it's, it's yeah, and of course the World War II movies aren't necessarily as technically good, but they still convey the story. I saw Patton not long ago. I hadn't seen it in a long time, and just what those guys did in the conditions they were in, in the weather, they you know the weather without rest, mm-hmm. you know. And I saw Fury recently. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that supposed to be pretty good. At the end, I won't say anything about it, but it's about don't a, give it away. No, it's a, it's about a tank. A specific tank uh, group unit and uh, Brad Pitt stars in it, and the ending of it especially is is pretty intense. So just to again see these guys faced faced death all the time and, hey, and well, still went forward. I, I have a encouraging story about a young boy in Alabama who was born on uh, J- July fifth, twenty twenty, and uh, he was weighed. 14 ounces oh, at birth. Gosh. He was born 
at 21 weeks and has now been certified as the world's most premature baby to survive at wow. 21 weeks. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Wow. That is amazing. 21 and weeks. And he's doing okay? Doing have, okay, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's Over great. in Utah, Alabama, Curtis. Uh, <laughs> Curtis. Way to go, Curtis. Yeah, Curtis. So say a prayer for Curtis and for his mom. Uh, man, that's just awesome. 21, 21 weeks. I mean, there's no, you're not even showing at that point, are you? I mean, women aren't even hardly showing. I wasn't when I, mean, I was I, 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 yeah, okay, at that let's stage. Not go there. Sorry, we digress. I forget to be careful with David in here. I apologize to you listeners out there. David is attending. He can go off the cuff really no, quick no, with me because we no. joke around I should, a lot. I should know, though. I, I have a wife who carried three. So, no, 21 weeks is awfully early. Okay, so here's a question. Did you go into the delivery room on any of them? Oh, yeah, all did three. Yep. I did, too. Wasn't that cool? Experience? It was unbelievable. Okay, did did you did you have a marked transition period when your wife got irritated <laughs> with you? <laughs> it was a pretty obvious transition period, yeah, the, the, uh, without getting into all the details. The first <laughs> no one, details. No, the first one was just very, very long, you know, almost 20 hours overnight. Uh, it was crazy, and I later on made the mistake of jokingly talking about how much how much my back was killing me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during that time, just you know, here here she is going through all that, and I was complaining about my back in a joking way. Wow. The second one was more quick, and she did complain that I was in her face trying to help her breathe, and I had coffee breath, so you mm-hmm. know there was that. And, uh, but, but it was, I would never have missed it for the world. All, all joking aside. That's, that's funny. Hey, I did want to let our our listeners in Meridian know that there's all kind of things going on this week. There East, East, uh, central community college is holding a military appreciation breakfast tomorrow at 7am over in the Mabry cafeteria gold room. Um, and they have Lieutenant Colonel David Alexander will be there. Uh, th- there's just a whole bunch of events going on. So you can go to the Meridian Star and check that out, uh, the Meridian Star, which is a local paper there in Meridian, uh, for more information. And like I said, you can go to your local news uh, stations, and they usually will list all those events. Get out. Take your kids. Go go to some kind of event like that and, uh, and, and teach your kids, instruct them, your grandkids, that, hey, these people sacrifice to be in the military and risk put their lives on the line uh, because they're always available 24-7. Yep. They may not have been called to go in the theater, but they were willing to and they served right. for a long time. So. Especially important to teach kids and take them given that that's not being taught necessarily in the schools these days. Yeah. We're going to take a break here. We're glad you're with us. Come back after the break. I think we've got a phone call holding that we'll take when we come back on SWAT Radio. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Look down from a broken sky Traced out by the city lights My world from a mile high Best seat in the house tonight Touchdown in the cold black top Hold on for the sudden stop Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. Glad you're with us. I'm David Gray in for Taylor Johnson today along with Doug McCary from his light ministries and steve i think we have a, a phone call right david is on the line hi david hey how y'all doing <laughs> we're doing well Hello. we you we hear you you hear me <laughs> yeah All right, i just didn't uh i didn't know if y'all was gonna be on the air tomorrow night since be a veterans day but i was gonna put a shout out for my mom and dad's 66 anniversary well if, if it's your mom and dad's it's my mom and dad's too david <laughs> gotta be i just want to see if you're gonna figure that out <laughs> well I, we're gonna be on air tomorrow but you always try to beat okay. me to it don't you yeah you beat me to it i do <laughs> 66, 66 years wow, wow. that's something time. else yeah that's... i think i'm gonna take them to um we off tomorrow's post office so you know, Dad always wants to go get his free meal at Applebee's since he's a veteran. Yeah, that's what David was talking, David Gray was talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, you know? I have friends who do that as yeah, well. Yeah, so I'm going to take him and Mama tomorrow for lunch. Well, hey, what's going on in Meridian? You know what else is going on there? I just mentioned a couple of things for Veterans Day. They doing a parade there? They got a parade in the morning, but, it's, you know, the, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, but they got a parade scheduled, and then they got uh, speakers at the Doughboy the Doughboy Monument mm-hmm. there across from City Hall. Okay. Well, please um, get that, please give your best to my best to your parents. That's like that's quite an accomplishment. Sixty six years. Oh, it's real good. Mm. Well, I'll tell them I'm going to see them in a little bit. Well, well, tell them I said hi, and thanks for listening, Dave, and uh, be safe out there, all right? All right. Love y'all. Right, love you, thanks. too. Thanks. Take care. Yeah. 66 years. Wow. I can never beat him in calling in. or <laughs> He's always like a day ahead of me, man. It's like, because yeah. uh, tomorrow, yeah, I knew it was tomorrow, yeah. and uh, 66 years, that's something else. Yep. That um, is, I mean, you don't hear about that much very much anymore but that's uh that's a great witness yeah it is well hey dave uh i know you were here last week with taylor while i was out of town but we're kind of revisiting and going back through acts 10 talking about cornelius and on uh monday we had uh, 
we had looked at his divinely orchestrated plan, God's divinely orchestrated plan to to bring Cornelius into the family. And I think a lot of times we we kind of gloss over what a monumental thing that was. Now, Cornelius was just a human, but he was a Roman centurion. Mm. And the consequences for him to bow his heart to Jesus would have been far greater in the Roman Empire mm. than for a Jew right. to do that. Right. Even though the Jew would have paid a price within the synagogue, which was a big deal, but for a Roman centurion who controlled the troops, who uh, led the troops, to to really bow his heart to Jesus meant to acknowledge a God other than Other than Caesar, Caesar. yeah. yeah. That was a big deal. But God had divinely orchestrated this plan for him. And and we kind of talked about on Monday that God determines who he brings into the kingdom. He determines how they get brought in. He determines the people he uses to bring them in and when it happens. And we talked about the divinely ordained priest, which was Peter in this case. Um, we, we didn't get into it a whole lot. But uh, today we're going to kind of look at the priest uh, verses 9 all the way through 33 and kind of deal with the rest of these things, the divinely ordained priest God uses, the divine opportunity to profess that's a part of every salvation experience, and also the divinely observable presence of God in the people who deliver the message. Mm-hmm. When You know, when Peter and the six guys that were there with him were in the house with Cornelius, he says, we are here in the presence of God. Right. It was so apparent that God inhabited Peter and the people with him that it evoked that statement out of Cornelius. Mm. So what I'm going to have you do is read 9 through 33. It's kind of a long text, but we got enough time to read it. And then we're going to talk. We'll get into the ordained priest part. We'll come back after the break and finish up with the opportunity to profess and then the observable presence there. So go ahead and read Verses 9 through uh, 33. Yep, Acts chapter 10, 9 through 33. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him again a second time, What God has made clean do not call common. This happened three times, and the thing was taken up at once to heaven. Now while Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision he had seen might mean, Behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood at the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise and go down and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. And Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one you are looking for. What is the reason for your coming? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man, who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. 
so he invited them in to be his guests. The next day he rose and went away with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him. And on the following day they, in, they entered Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up, I too am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. <clears throat> and he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I asked then why you sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago, about this hour, I was praying in my house at the ninth hour, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon a tanner by the sea. So I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. Now, therefore, we are all here in the presence of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. You know, David, uh, that's a long read. And, uh, and I, as you were reading it, I think the thing that strikes me most out of that is here Cornelius is not even a believer. He is not a saved part of the family of God. He is a God-fearer. He's a seeker, but he's not a believer yet. Mm -hmm. He didn't have the Holy Spirit in him. Right. And yet, he went and invited people to come hear the gospel. Mm. Now, what excuse do we have? We <laughs> have the Holy Spirit. We should invite people. We should be concerned with people wanting to hear from people that can share the gospel. Yep. And I'll tell you, you know, uh, Cornelius even though he was not a believer, God was doing a work in him. He was drawing him to himself. We talked about that, um, uh, how God is sovereign in choosing. And now he's sending Peter while he's giving Cornelius this vision on one side of uh, Israel to go uh, send some people to Joppa to bring Peter back. He gives Peter a vision, not once. You notice he didn't give... Uh, you know why he didn't have to give Cornelius a vision three times, right? Because he was a military guy. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. Do you remember what the military guy told Jesus, the, the centurion told yeah, Jesus? Yeah, you don't even, I'm under orders, you know, um, and you give the order. Yeah. My, I, my, my child will be healed. I think the best thing for me about the military in my life was teaching me that. Mm -hmm. You understand authority structure. And so I think that the mm. centurion wouldn't go no lord that's never going to happen to you right right because he's a centurion right he understands authority he had one vision yeah. have you thought about that? that no that's an interesting point and now that you say that realizing that the the vision of the sheet coming up and down happens three times it happens it, it reminds me of jesus saying to peter three times do you love me do you love me do you love me feed my lamb feed my sheep you know that that passage where he tell, asks him three times. Yes. You know, similarly here, the vision happens three times. It's like Peter Peter, Peter, Peter needed Peter it to get it. Needed yeah. some reinforcement right, there, right? Because this was such a big deal for sure. Peter yeah. to to do it. But 
Peter had already been in Joppa with Simon the Tanner for a while, which Simon the Tanner would have had an unclean house right? because he worked with dead animals. Right. And so God was doing a work, but to take it to the next level and actually enfold a Gentile, and not just a Gentile, a Roman, a Roman, and not just a Roman, a Roman soldier, and not even just a Roman soldier, a Roman centurion. Mm. I mean, can you imagine what he would have seen in battle? Can you imagine what he would have witnessed? Right. And here he is. Peter three times is told go. And and finally, by the way, verse 14, you can't say no, Lord. It says by no means, Lord. <laughs> you can't. I, it's yes, Lord, right? If he's Lord. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you, you, you can obviously say it because he did, but. Those two phrases don't go together. No, Lord. Right. No, Lord, when he tells you to do something. Right, right. Uh, and so... Uh, I wonder if Peter thought it was some kind of test or something at first because it had been drilled into them for so long about clean and unclean, right? Yes. Well, and remember in the Old Testament, to I mean, every time they did unclean things, they ended up paying a price. But here's the thing that people can think about before we come back. Why would God bring... Peter from Joppa when Philip was already in Caesarea. Mm. Philip who had led the revival in Samaria. Think about that when we come back. We're going to talk about God's divinely ordained priest. How God sovereignly chooses who to share his word with everybody he chooses to share with. Okay, so a little homework during the break. (laughs) We're glad you're with us here on SWAT Radio. Call us at 844-777-7928 if you have any questions. We're going to break for the news, and we will be back on SWAT Radio. TRJ, Orange Park, Jacksonville, WAYL, St. Augustine, WATY, Folkestone, Georgia, online at I Love the Truth. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Prices for U.S. consumers jumped 6.2% in October. That's compared with a year earlier. As surging costs for food, gas, and housing left Americans coping with the highest inflation rate since 1990. The year-over-year increase in the Consumer Price Index and exceeded the 5.4% rise back in September. The U.S. monthly budget deficit fell in October as the government collected more taxes from individuals and corporations thanks to a much-improved economy emerging from the pandemic. The Treasury Department reported that the federal government posted a deficit of $165 billion last month, 42% lower than the same month last year. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 197 points. The Nasdaq off 253. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Nick. There's some delays on the west side because of an accident on I-10 westbound at the ramp to Lane Avenue. Also, there's a broken down vehicle on I-95 southbound at 8th Street near downtown. And there's congestion I-95 southbound from Atlantic Boulevard to Emerson Street. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 59. Thursday, Veterans Day, partly sunny, high 80.
Harold Berman is the teacher in Israel. Pastor Dave McGarra is the preacher from Idaho. And so the dialogue begins each week 9,000 miles apart as they host the teacher and the preacher to bridge the distance between Jews and Christians. Hear the latest conversation between a Christian pastor and an Orthodox Jew as they seek to inspire, enlighten, and open listener minds and hearts to deeper levels of faith. To learn more and listen to past shows, visit theteacherandthepreacher.com. Saturdays at 11 a.m. on The Truth and always at theteacherandthepreacher.com. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. At the end of the line, with all the other not quite, with all the never get it right. But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a no. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. David Gray in for Taylor Johnson. Glad you're with us. I'm here along with Doug McCary from His Light Ministries, and we are looking at Acts chapter 10, and specifically today, verses 9 to 33, talking about um, Peter being used to go to Cornelius uh, as the divinely ordained priest, and just talking about some of the circumstances around all that. And Doug was asking the question before the break about why Peter came from Joppa, why God had Peter come to Cornelius as opposed to, say, Philip, who was already in Caesarea. So, Doug, I think that's where you left off. Yeah, well, so Peter was over in Samaria authenticating the Samaritans around 36 A.D., okay? some I, th- I think it was around 36 uh, timeline. And um, so he's, he's over in... Uh, Joppa, uh, awaiting to be called by Cornelius around uh, 38 to 40 A.D., sometime in there. And so he had been in Joppa for a while at this Tanner's house, but Philip was in Samaria. Hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, in Caesarea. And so why would God bring Peter all the way from Joppa to uh, Caesarea when he had a very valid, a very competent preacher who was in Caesarea. Hmm. You think, well, I I probably wouldn't have done it that way. Well, (laughs) because there's a bigger thing going on. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just about Cornelius. You see, there's really two conversions here. And it's not really a conversion in the sense of of a birth into the family of God. But there is a conversion of Peter's thinking about who belongs in that family. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is God says, I'm bringing Peter. He's the priest for this. And David, you know, from going with us to the north side with Councilman Gaffney all the time that we go down there, whenever we're serving and we're ministering to people, who else is getting ministered to? We are. Yes, Big time. every time. I would say more so even than the people we're serving in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think, you know, yeah, I, I think I think that's part of uh, serving and evangelism. I, I think the ones doing it are getting just as blessed and just as much growth out of the people hearing and being served. I agree. And, yeah. and you know, over in uh, Romans 10, and we've mentioned this several times uh, throughout this study, that Romans 10, it, it, it says in verse 14, it says, 
how will they call on him and whom they've not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? I mean, so God could have used the angel that came to Cornelius to tell him the gospel story. He chose not to. Uh, he could have used Philip. He chose not to. He wanted to use Peter. Why? Because Peter writes in 1 Peter 2, we are a chosen race. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, that we may what proclaim the excellencies of him. So we are all priests, and I think uh, a lot of times we think it's only the paid professionals <laughs> that are the priests. But yeah. no, it goes all the way back to Exodus 19 where Moses was told and instructed the people, we are a kingdom of priests, we're a holy nation, these are the words you should speak. So God's people have always been a channel and a conduit to God. These are, the you know, we are to be a... A, a mouthpiece out in the world that points to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here. And so God divinely orchestrates a plan. He has divinely ordained priest, but there's also this divine opportunity to profess. It says in verse seven, when the angel who spoke to him departed, talking about to Cornelius, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier that word devout means somebody very loyal now why why would cornelius have to dis you know just why couldn't he just send two servants because this was important mm -hmm. and he had been told by the lord god almighty through an angel to go send people and and bring peter there yeah and this it says he's just like every place else in scripture when he saw the angel Says he, he stared at him in terror. He was terrified. So he took this deadly serious for sure. And, and so he sent them to Joppa. Now, um, there is an opportunity to profess in every salvation experience. When we talk about a divinely orchestrated plan, divinely ordained priest, these are common elements in true conversion experiences. In every salvation experience, this is how God works. There is a divinely orchestrated plan for every person that he brings in. There's divinely ordained priests that share the gospel with that person. There's divine opportunities to profess your loyalty to him. Everybody, I, 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 one of the most commonly asked questions that I hear all the time is, if I trust Jesus, does that mean I have to blank, just fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. And my response is, well, I don't know because I'm not Jesus. I'm just telling you the story. I'm testifying to the resurrection. I'm giving you the good news that he's king, but the king instructs us. We all have the Holy Spirit, and what the king may tell David Gray to do, he may not tell Doug McCary to do. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some, some common things that, that relate to all of us. But there's some things that aren't written in Scripture that the Spirit, you know, the Spirit leads mm -hmm. us to. Mm -hmm. And where we get into problems a lot of times is when we make our convictions somebody else's theology. Because if it's not written in the Bible, if it, in other words, if the principle's not d discussed there, then we have freedom in Christ. Right. 
and we trust in his leadership. And so, but the bigger issue is, are we going to obey? That's how God's people are identified in scripture as his. The only way that people can know if you're his or I'm his is by our obedience. Mm -hmm. He says, listen, if you love me, what? You'll keep my commands. Keep my commandments. If you abide in my word, in other words, if you walk in my word, you are truly my disciples. So here's a question, David. How can we walk in his word if we don't know his word? Right. We can't. Well, if we don't know his word, we're confused. And and look at what people believe in the world today. I, I, I'll never forget being in Kenya years ago and seeing a guy that our host said, watch this. And he pointed an American was walking down the street with his roll along travel bag. Mm -hmm. And he said, I said, well, why, what what do you want me to look at? I didn't know what he was talking about. He he said, we see that guy smoking. Right. And I said, yeah, he's got a cigarette in his, he said, it's illegal to smoke here in Kenya downtown. And I said, really? I goes, how's he supposed to know that? He goes, it's the law. It doesn't matter if he knows Mm -hmm. it or not. That's Mm -hmm. what the law is. Right. And sure enough, the guy got stopped. And there's a lot of people that are going to say, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Right. That's not an excuse. Right. You can't claim, you can't claim you didn't know because God says in Romans one, he gives revelation to everybody. There's general revelation, there's specific revelation. And so we all have an opportunity to profess and he says, uh, he says in First John uh, two, God does. Whoever says I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth isn't in him. And there's twelve inches, David, between the head and the heart. Twelve inches. Mm. And a lot of people, I fear, know about him in the head, but don't have him in the heart. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have him in the heart, you don't really know him. Mm. You can know about him, right. but you don't know him. And the most tragic words in the Bible to me are Matthew 7, right. 21, yeah. depart for I never knew you. Right. Uh, so the issue is not just whether you know about him. Does he know you? Yeah. Do you spend time with him? Do you spend time in his word? Uh, every salvation experience that's true, you're going to have some kind of opportunity to profess. We don't live in Afghanistan or Iraq or China. If we live there, and somebody shared the gospel with us and we're not believers, the moment we say yes, we are putting our lives on the line mm-hmm. over there, yeah. there's a divine opportunity to profess. Well, there's still opportunities to profess in the States. It's just that we're not going to be thrown in prison or, or, or executed because we believe it. But there are opportunities to profess. It looks different everywhere. right? But that doesn't mean that there's not an opportunity there. The question is, are we really professing a love? Are we really obedient and loyal to him? Mm-hmm. Not to earn his salvation, right. but in response. As evidence. Yeah, as evidence, evidence and in response, right? Yeah. That's exactly right. Yep. Well, when you were talking about Cornelius earlier, since you brought up Afghanistan or someplace that would be you know, a more Muslim or, or Hindu country, when you brought that up about Cornelius putting his life on the line because he's acknowledging a deity, quote unquote, other than Caesar. Right. Yeah. And that reminds me of what, you know, a Muslim today would go through mm-hmm. when they convert. They're 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 totally disowned by their family. They're often their their lives are in danger, like you said. I mean, that's that's an opportunity to profess, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it doesn't stop at the moment of salvation. Sure. 
Peter had an opportunity to profess here too. He was told, go with these representatives from this Roman centurion mm -hmm. and go into the pit, into Caesarea of Rome, at least in that part of the world. Sure. And what did he do? Verse 21 says, and Peter went down and said, I'm the one you're looking for. Mm -hmm. That took obedience. That took trust. Right. See, obedience always conveys trust. If we obey him when we can't understand why he's doing something, it shows that we trust him. Mm -hmm. And and he is a loving father. If I, I, People ask me all the time, how do I know God's will? How do I know God's will? Listen, if you want to obey God's will and you get out, let's say you, you misstep because you thought he wanted you to go right when really he wanted you to go left. If your heart is to obey him, he doesn't take a hammer and smack you over the head. He takes his hand and gently moves you to the left. Well, like like the psalm says, if he kept a record of those wrongs, who could stand? Yes. We, we'd all be in that boat. We'd all be getting the hammer if that was the way he operated. And so, and so yeah. And so Peter goes down, and he takes him over to Caesarea, and they go in there. And what does Cornelius do? He says, we're all here in the presence of God. There was a divinely observable presence there. And that presence was in, in Peter and those six men mm. that were with him. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to finish up. If people want to call in, but we're going to just uh, talk about a couple of verses about how that presence of God is actually in us. We'll be right back after the break on SWAT Radio. Stay with us. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. Welcome back, everyone, to SWAT Radio. David Gray and Doug McCary. Taylor Johnson will be back tomorrow. And we no, are, he won't. Oh, he won't. No, tomorrow's oh, guest I day. misspoke. Well, tomorrow you, is you guest day. You jumped right ahead of me, I, Dave. I, did. I was like, uh, yeah, he will be back on Friday, though, <laughs> uh, where we'll be taking calls, kind of anything goes. Tomorrow. Well, like I said, who's your guest yeah, tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, I'm excited. <laughs> we have John Stimberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. 
Um, John was just in town. They just had a retreat here. And um, I reached out through uh, one of my board members who's on his board and asked him if he could uh, come and uh, be our guest tomorrow. John is an interesting guy. He has had quite the career as an attorney. He's a Christian attorney um, and uh, has been a former uh, the political director of the Republican Party of Florida. Uh, he was appointed by George Bush to do that. Uh, he has been very, very well versed and uh, has a lot of expertise in law, policy, culture, and politics. Mm. He's uh, he's been uh, in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, The Economist. I mean, he's he's been around the block. So sounds to speak. like it. Sure. And um, it, but anyway, he's an Eagle Scout. And was one of the founding, I think, uh, members of a, a thing called Trail Life USA, which was kind of a Christian replacement for Boy Scouts when the Boy Scouts kind of went to the left a little bit mm-hmm. and started allowing some things that they didn't agree with because all these Boy Scout groups, um, m- you know, met in churches. Right. And so they, they were concerned about some of the LGBTQ stuff that was getting pumped into the, the scouting and so they started Trail Life, which uh, has been going really well. But uh, John Stenberger, he's going to be our guest. Please tune in tomorrow. I'm sure you'll get encouraged. If you've ever received any kind of voting uh, information at your church or, you know, they send out these voter mm. guides, the Florida Family Policy Council are, are usually the people that put those okay. things out. So I'm excited to have him. Uh, he's, he's argued a lot of cases and uh, – you know, he was uh, been a very, very influential business leader in the state of Florida and very involved in Christian values and those kind of things. So uh, I'm looking forward to having him yeah, on. Yeah, good, time, timely, timely time to have him on if, with that kind of a background, given what's happening in the world. Yeah, uh, he's a Florida native, so I, I just look forward to having him on. So sorry I didn't let you know that sooner. No, that's okay. That's shame on me. That's all right. That. That's all right. Taylor will be back on Friday. He will. He will be back <laughs> on Friday. Hey, um, I want to get back to the, the last part here, going to a divinely observable process. You know, in 1 Corinthians 3.16, Paul says, God's spirit dwells in you. And in 1 John 4, 16, it says, God is love. Whoever abides in love abides in God. God's lo- God abides in him. I think, David, too often we forget that we are the dwelling place of God. In the Old Testament, God dwelt, his presence was at the temple. Mm-hmm. So it was come and see God at mm-hmm. the temple. In the New Testament, it's go and be God out in the world. And we forget that wherever we go, we carry the spirit of God. And so as believers, I shouldn't see David, the human. What I should see is because, because we are flawed and we still make mistakes. And sometimes we can forget that even though these bodies are temporary and make mistakes, what's on the inside, we carry the spirit of God mm, yeah. and, and we represent God to the world. And so where we, when two or three are gathered there, now, I know that's in the context of discipline, but God still says the principle is that he's there mm-hmm. because he's in us. Yeah. That's what Cornelius witnessed, and that's what evoked that response that says we are here in the presence of God. Well, hearing that, it'll give you a new 
perspective on the verse that talks about us being living stones. Yeah, The temple is made up of living stones. You mentioned the temple in the Old Testament, come and see, but now the temple is huge. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all believers that, that you know, are here and we're living stones. I think we actually have a phone call. Uh, Roger is on the line. Roger, glad you're with us. How can we help you? What's your question? Well, first off, I wanted to wish Doug a happy birthday and simplify. Simplify, Roger. Thank you. And the second thing is, y'all were talking about movies. Yeah. Uh, a good Vietnam movie is uh, Firebase Gloria. Firebase Gloria. I've never seen I have that. not either. That's, uh, they, well, a few years ago, they claimed that was the closest reality to Vietnam. Wow. Well, if it it's was, closer uh, than We think, Were Soldiers. Did you see the movie We Were Soldiers? I did. What did you yes, think of that? And that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Uh, this is about a Marine, I'm going to say a first sergeant, and I think it was... Uh, Emory, that uh, their helicopter, I can't remember if it took a shot, but anyway, it was disabled, and they landed at this Army outpost. Mm -hmm. And the Army, uh, they were they were about to get overrun, but the captain was sitting down in the bunker with his feet propped up. Mm. And he was, I think he was an Army captain. And the uh, first sergeant went in there and squared them away, uh, fortified their positions, and uh, beat back the uh, attack. Firebase mm. Gloria. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's, that looks good. All right, <laughs> I'm going to have to add that to my repertoire. <laughs> okay. Of course, you know, though. Anyway, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. And, uh, I just came from a, from a luncheon. We, uh, I was in... Uh, Part of VMA 142, and then I went to Babs 49 out at Cecil Field. That was after I was off active duty. Yes, sir. And, uh, every year we get together on the 10th of November. Well, well, Semper Fi, and happy birthday to you, too. <coughs> Thank you, sir. All right. You have Thanks, Roger. One. Appreciate your call. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. It's called The Siege of Firebase Gloria. I never heard of that. No, me neither. That's kind of crazy. Uh, well, it's a true story apparently. So I like those kind. Of, yeah. I don't know if you like those. I no, like. I do. I like when they're based on a true Absolutely. story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yep. uh, Dave, just to, let me go back to this to tie this up just for a second, okay? In Acts three, in verse nineteen, um, when Peter is preaching, and he's speaking in Solomon's portico, he says, "Repent." And turn again that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Mm. When that presence is in you, there is a time of refreshing that, that we were speaking about today at SWAT. By the way, if you if you want to join us, you can join us at uh, down at uh, Jumpin' Jack's House of Food. Uh, tomorrow morning, 6.30, where we're going to be looking at uh, what Peter actually said to Cornelius and his family and those gathered. Um, but Cornelius said, the pre uh, that we're here in the presence of God. 
Peter and six guys came from Joppa. Now, what's interesting about that, I don't think I've talked about it. Maybe y'all talked about it last week. But Joppa is present-day Jaffa. But Joppa is well-known in the Bible because one of the prophets went there to run away from proclaiming the gospel to who? The Ninevites. Who were Gentiles. Right. And so Joppa would have been well-known to the Jews. So isn't it interesting that that's where God took Peter (laughs) to stay in a city where a guy tried to run away from going to the Gentiles? Mm. In fact, I think he's the only prophet in the Old Testament that was called to do that. Well, what I find so interesting when I think about Jonah is he was running because he knew God would forgive them. Yes. And he didn't want God to forgive him because they hated them. Well, and what did Peter say in the first time? Lord, I'm never going to put anything unclean in my right, mouth. Right, right. Well, the reality is, in his mind, the Jew would have thought that the Romans were so dirty, there's no way they could have been brought mm-hmm. into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and in fact, they were hoping to overthrow Rome. That yeah. was the whole point of the Messiah to yeah. them. Yeah. And just, so, just to take a quick tangent along those lines, because we were just in the break talking about the chosen, there's a very interesting dynamic between Peter and Matthew in the chosen. Now, Matthew was a Jew, but he was a tax collector, and it's the same idea, right? How can this dirty tax collector be brought into the family of God and be not only brought in, but be a close follower of Jesus? Yeah. Right. And that dynamic is interesting. They take that liberty a little bit. We don't know, right, exactly yeah. what that relationship was like. But but when you mentioned that Peter must have thought about Cornelius, this this dirty dog, how could he ever Well, and and you remember in the program, uh, the chosen program, Peter goes, Why I mean, what are you doing with him? Right. And he goes and he says, Well, I remember how you were, Peter, and mm. he goes, That was different. And Peter or Jesus goes, you better get used to different. Yeah. 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 Great, great line. It's a great line. And of course, we all think like that as individuals, too. I know I do. Well, my situation's different. This person's way worse. I've thought that many times in my life till God teaches you. No, no, wait a minute. (laughs) You know that chief of sinners line? Yes. That applies to you, too. Meaning me. Over in Ephesians 2, and I know we're kind of coming to the end here. In Ephesians 2, Paul is talking to the Ephesians about being one in Christ. And he's talking about Gentiles and Jewish people being brought together. And notice what he says in verse 18. He talks about the dividing ball being come down by Christ. Christ is the ultimate bridge between every broken relationship. Mm -hmm. Every people group, mm-hmm. every Christ is the ultimate bridge if people let him. He says in verse 18 as we go out, For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. In other words, we can be different, but the only way we get to the Father is through the same way, is through Jesus. Right. You and me, we both need it. And that's a great message. Hey, uh, don't forget, tomorrow, John Stemberger, uh, and we would hope you'll join us uh, from the family, Florida Family Policy Council. He's going to be our guest tomorrow. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. It'll be very informative. Great. Glad to be with you today, Doug. Always good to be here. Taylor will be back on Friday. Yes. And thank you all for listening to SWAT Radio. Yeah. Thank you, David, for being here.
If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spirit. WTRJ, Orange Park, Jacksonville, WAYL, St. Augustine, WATY, Folkston, Georgia, online at I Love the Truth.